Hello, welcome back to the Ortho Show. Ben here with our third edition of our special Pitch Pro episodes. Today, the panel will be welcoming the team from Vericell. They're sending in two physicians to talk about knee cartilage repair that uses your own cells. So if you're ready to take on knee cartilage pain, this might just be the episode for you. Stay tuned and let's find out what sage advice our superstar panel offers to the Vericell team. So I want to talk to you guys about how often do we see knee pain in clinic, and yet we all know how difficult it is to treat articular cartilage defects. So I'm here to tell you about Macy. So Macy is something where you can use your own patient's tissue, so a durable autologous implant, and then you can create a nice durable repair so that you can get these patients back to their active lifestyles very quickly. Yeah, to kind of build on what Cassandra said, I think Macy probably, uh, at least in my practice and what my patients experience, has really two really unique components to it. One, I think, is the science behind it. We see a lot of other things out there in the industry, across the country, across internationally, in terms of ways of putting new cartilage back into the knee. The problem is there's not a lot of science behind any of those. I think Macy and Vericell and the predecessors that came before it have really done a great job of doing the best quality scientific research that you can uh, when looking at cartilage restoration techniques. Um, and there's really nothing out there that compares to the science behind Macy. I think that's one of the most essential components. The other thing that I find that patients see as one of the most attractive components to Macy is it's actually using their own tissue. We're not using donor tissue. We're not using allograft. Um, it's something that comes from them. It's regenerating something that they already have to put back into a problem area uh, and correct a problem and hopefully return function uh, and return them back to activities that they were doing before. Those are the two biggest things about Macy that um, I don't see anywhere else out there in the market, either from a surgeon standpoint or from a patient standpoint. I think there's a lot of other things that people can try that maybe theoretically work, uh, but there's really not been not, nothing else that's been proven to show the results that Macy has shown. Um, in really rigorous scientific research. And to build upon what Jeff was saying is that certainly the nice part about, or the really great part about Macy from a surgeon standpoint is that it is completely something that can be molded specifically to a patient. The beauty of this project is that it can be done in multiple locations. So patellofemoral, condylar, tibial plateau, it can be done anywhere in the knee and it can be customizable to whatever size lesion and whatever defect. And again, the beauty of this is it's a tried and true method. We have data that was initially presented back in 1996 was, I think was when this was first presented as a, as a treatment option for cartilage, articular cartilage defects. So we have well over 20 year outcome data for this. So we know this is a durable repair from a patient's autologous, their own tissue um, um, construct. All right, Joe, why don't you lead us off and, and jump on in for some question and answers here for Cassandra and Jeff. Sure. Um, so this is this requires two procedures, correct? Yes. Correct. Okay. And um, uh, it's not been used in any other joint or cleared in any other joint than the knee as of now. And, and then, I would also I would also add to that and say that there's been a lot of rigorous study and involvement when it when it comes to a clinical trial. So we have the data for the need to support that. We don't have that yet for the other joints. Okay. And then finally, what kind of impact have you seen? over the last year with uh, the, the elective surgeries being tremendously impacted 
now you're requiring two surgeries or two procedures. What kind of impact has that had on the organization? Yeah, I think, um, you know, we're starting to see a return, especially to outpatient elective type procedures, um, you know, as, as things start to change throughout the country. We've certainly been growing in our area. Um, in terms of the two procedure aspect of things, at least in my practice, I do a lot of different types of cartilage restoration and they all require two surgeries because even these other types of cartilage procedures um, often require significant, amount, significant amounts of planning. Um, and to be able to do that going in based solely off an MRI, just um, oftentimes in my, in my practice doesn't feel like the right thing. So I would actually tell you that yeah, my Macy, uh, my Macy, Macy patients get two procedures, but so do all of my other cartilage patients um, because it allows, I think, for appropriate planning. All right, great answer, guys. I'm going to jump on in now. So, you know, I'm an old fro. So, you know, I've been doing this for a long time and <clears throat> I was doing ACI, which is without the M uh, for about 15 years. And um, we're not going to lie here. It was kind of a painful operation. Here I am uh, using 6-0 uh, Vicryl ophthalmic suture to sit there and nimbly sew like Martha Stewart with Snoop Dogg playing in the background. But at the end of the day, you know, it just wasn't a lot of fun and really no one wanted to do it. It was me. It was Minus. It was Gamal. So here's my question. It's pretty simple. I'm only going to give you one. And that is with the matrix now, <clears throat> has, it really in, has it really improved and eased the technical, technical aspect of the surgery? And do you think you're going to see an increase in market share with that? You want the simple answer? Yeah. Yeah. That's the answer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, tell us why. Why? So you kind of alluded to it, the old version, the first generation. So now we're on third generation, right? So the first generation was you taking periosteum, make a giant incision, go get that periosteum. So with 6.0 Martha Stewart's Vicryl suture, you make an airtight, a watertight seal, sorry, and then you inject the cells. Now the cells become implanted directly on the membrane. The density is fairly high, 10 to the six cells per square centimeters. So we know that they're uniformly on that membrane. And guess what? All you have to do now is you create your, you create the defect, you put a template on there and then you just glue it into place and that's it. How easy can that be? So you can actually make smaller arthrotomies. You can make these mini arthrotomies, if you will. And you can also um, save time in terms of, and your eyes. So you're not suturing that 6-0 vicryl all over the place. So you glue it in place. All right. Awesome. Let's go down to Nola. Vin, what do you got for us, bud? Yeah. So cool question. So, you know, the, these focal defects are uh, probably limited uh, in terms of, you know, younger patients or kind of defined uh, defects. What are, what is the potential of the ability to kind of, you know, I'm more on the arthroplasty side than I am on the sports side of the spectrum. So how, how far can you push this? So can we start kind of delving into or starting to creep into kind of the more global patterns that I think everyone's hoping we find a solution for? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's probably two answers to that. You know, being from the arthroplasty side, you've certainly seen that people have just, some people just have cartilage issues where they get this kind of diffuse degeneration where it's flaking off and those types of things. You know, the way I describe it to patients is we're pretty darn good at filling in potholes, but we can't repave roads once they start to become gravel roads with everything. Um, so I think we can certainly start pushing the envelope a little bit more with Macy just because of technical reasons. Um, we don't necessarily need a fully contained defect in order to get that Macy implant to stay in place, which is certainly a change from our 
our second generation. So we can start uh, addressing bigger defects um, for sure. But in terms of um, resurfacing these kind of degenerative type knees where there's clearly inherent changes and problems with the cartilage, you know, I, I don't know that I don't know that we're there yet. But, you know, I think the market speaks for itself. I mean, the growth of Macy and the the market share and revenue for Vericell has increased exponentially over the last two years. And a lot of that's been through new users, not necessarily increase in repeat users. And I think that really speaks for itself in terms of its ease of use and the clinical results that people are seeing. Now, there's a number of products, off-the-shelf products, that are trying to get to the market, and they're all in various stages uh, with the FDA. So how are you guys going to compete with that? Now, granted, you know, what what is the type one versus type two collagen look like with Macy right now? You have first you have your animal studies that that confirms what type of collagen and what type of cartilage you're putting in there, or I'm sorry, regenerating. And then you also have patient reported outcomes and patient outcomes for well over 20 years. So this is definitely tried and true and a known entity that works. I'll say this tongue in cheek, but until we start treating goats, there's nothing that compares to Macy because right now everything's in animal level studies and it's theoretical. I mean, we've seen two companies collapse almost overnight because they had technologies that showed that played out really well in animals and theoretically worked, but they didn't show any superiority um, in any of the trials that they were doing. And those companies collapsed. I just don't know that there's any company that can follow the pathway that Macy has up till this point. I think it's cost prohibitive. And I think that's a monstrous barrier to entry that we're not going to see crossed. All right. Speaking of goats, let's head down to Arkansas to the brand man, the bearded one, Matthew Ray Scott. What do you got for us, brother? Yeah, first question that I have for you is, why did you pick the product name Macy? Cassandra, I'll toss that one over to you. <laughs> yeah, how did I get this hot potato? I, it's, it's easy to say. So you start with Matrix. So ACI, we all know what ACI is, right? Scott's been doing it since the times of Gamal and Minus, right? So you've been doing this since I'm just kidding, not before. Anyway, <laughs> so you, everyone knows what ACI is. It's been around since the 90s, right? So now the special part of it is it's, there's a matrix. So so just put it, call it Macy. Yeah, I dig it, by the way. I like it a lot. And then my second question is, you know, Mindshare becomes more difficult branding during a pandemic. So what one, two, or three unique words are you trying to own in the mindset of your ideal client? I think when it turns into that part, I would say autologous, the patient's own tissue, I think is going to be the huge, the biggest part of it. Because I think this is the only thing that we can utilize your own biology, create a durable repair tissue and give you that active lifestyle. So I think that's kind of the, I'm not going to call it punchline, but that is the punchline, right? I like it. All right, panelists, we're going to give the, the team here a little bit of words of wisdom. We're going to do a little roundtable here. So, Joe, why don't you uh, hit us off here on what your thoughts are for, for Macy? I think the, that Matt Ray Scott nailed it um, coming from the marketing side is this is heavy clinical jargon. And uh, that heavy clinical jargon doesn't always align with the customer who ultimately you have to pitch this to. An autologous needs a snappier word that is more consumerish. So I would, I, I think, I think uh, Matthew Ray brings up a really interesting point. I'll leave the science to the scientists, but I think you've got to find yourself a hook beyond Macy and figure out how you get safety autologous into the minds of the consumer. Awesome. Vin. Um, you know, I think this has been around for some time, you know, it's been around 20 years and 
I'll tell you here locally in New Orleans, there's only one or two folks that are doing this. And so everything gets funneled to that. It hasn't really gotten to the point where, you know, everyone really feels comfortable uh, doing this. And I know obviously reimbursement and uh, kind of costs and all those kinds of things are practical considerations for a lot of us. And then also maybe hit on kind of the practicality of, of this, you know, you got two surgeries, you got to remember to do it the first go around to, to harvest. Uh, if you're thinking about it, you have to have a kit in the uh, OR or I think that's changed a little bit now. Uh, so I think there's a lot of logistical kind of things uh, that you have to think through as well uh, that uh, I, I don't think were brought up. Yeah, man, I'll go to bat here for you guys too. So old fro is now the new fro and I've been doing Macy now and it really is really super easy. I mean, it's just unbelievable how much easier the product is to utilize. And so in the defense of, of, of the Macy peeps with Jeff and Cassandra, we have seen significant numbers of increased use in our younger orthopedic surgeons who are willing to take this task on. So I would, I would say to you, that's a message that's super important. That needs to be established at how much easier the technique is. Get that message out loud and clear. Bearded one. Yeah, my take home is I'm encouraged by the space that you're in. Having worked in this space before on the brand side, I want to encourage you that you have an opportunity to allow patient choice to impact, you know, alongside the clinical efficacy of this. What could be more natural than you? And never, ever forget that choice and, and alternatives are quite valuable to patients in the autologous space. Having worked on this and everything from fat transfer to soft tissue reconstruction, so be encouraged by the the patient having a voice, and just as importantly, having a choice. And I think that uh, the call to action would be that if you're a surgeon that's seeing patients that are having problems with their articular cartilage and they're and they're potentially candidates for a cartilage restoration procedure. This is something that um, I tell the younger surgeons that I work with that you can be as good at your first time doing it as somebody that's been doing it for 10 years with this new technique. So it's definitely something where there's a low learning curve to doing it um, that I would strongly encourage giving it a try and follow the patient along and see how they do. I think you'll, uh, you'll find out for yourself how well it does. And I guess the other call to action is um, if you're a new surgeon trying to out this new product, you want to learn more, you can go visit Macy.com and there's a rep locator. So if you want to um, uh, potentially talk to a, a representative locally. Indication for use. Macy, autologous cultured chondrocytes on porcine collagen membrane, is an autologous cellularized scaffold product that is indicated for the repair of single or multiple symptomatic full thickness cartilage defects of the adult knee with or without bone involvement. Macy is intended for autologous use and must only be administered to the patient for whom it was manufactured. The implantation of Macy is to be performed via an arthrotomy to the knee joint under sterile conditions. The amount of Macy administered is dependent upon the size, surface in centimeter squared, of the cartilage defect. The implantation membrane is trimmed by the treating surgeon to the size and shape of the defect to ensure the damaged area is completely covered and implanted cell side down. Limitations of use Effectiveness of Macy in joints other than the knee has not been established. Safety and effectiveness of Macy in patients over the age of 55 years have not been established. Important safety information 
Macy is contraindicated in patients with a known history of hypersensitivity to gentamicin, other aminoglycosides, or products of porcine or bovine origin. Macy is also contraindicated for patients with severe osteoarthritis of the knee, inflammatory arthritis, inflammatory joint disease, or uncorrected congenital blood coagulation disorders. Macy is also not indicated for use in patients who have undergone prior knee surgery in the past six months. Excluding surgery to procure a biopsy or a concomitant procedure to prepare the knee for a Macy implant. Macy is contraindicated in patients who are unable to follow a physician-prescribed post-surgical rehabilitation program. The safety of Macy in patients with malignancy in the area of cartilage biopsy or implant is unknown. Expansion of present malignant or dysplastic cells during the culturing process or implantation is possible. Patients undergoing procedures associated with Macy are not routinely tested for transmissible infectious diseases. A cartilage biopsy and Macy implant may carry the risk of transmitting infectious diseases to healthcare providers handling the tissue. Universal precautions should be employed when handling the biopsy samples and the Macy product. Final sterility test results are not available at the time of shipping. In the case of positive sterility results, healthcare provider or providers will be contacted. To create a favourable environment for healing, concomitant pathologies that include meniscal pathology, cruciate ligament instability and joint misalignment must be addressed prior to or concurrent with the implantation of Macy. Local treatment guidelines regarding the use of thromboprophylaxis and antibiotic prophylaxis around orthopaedic surgery should be followed. Use in patients with local inflammations or active infections in the bone, joint and surrounding soft tissue should be temporarily deferred until documented recovery. The Macy implant is not recommended during pregnancy. For implantations post-pregnancy, the safety of breastfeeding to infant has not been determined. Use of Macy in paediatric patients younger than 18 years of age or patients over 65 years of age has not been established. The most frequently occurring adverse reactions reported for Macy greater than 5% were arthralgia, tendonitis, back pain, joint swelling and joint effusion. Serious adverse reactions reported for Macy were arthralgia, cartilage injury, meniscus injury, treatment failure and osteoarthritis. For more information or to view full prescribing information, please go to macy.com.